Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to Maths Appeal. My name is Bobby Seagal. And I'm Susan Okereke. And we know that as maths teachers, that our subject can sometimes be misunderstood. So it's our mission, our challenge that we've taken it on ourselves to show you <laughs> that maths really can be an inclusive subject. And this is series three of our podcast, and we are delighted to be partnering up with National Numeracy and Experian. And as you'll know, as teachers, we love a lesson plan. So our lesson plan for our podcast is we have a maths problem that we have a solution for and we work through. We also have a special guest that we talk to about mathematics and their relationship with it. And we also end with a maths fact from our Bobby Siegel. Mm -hmm, absolutely. And the theme for this specific episode is about best buys for shopping. Because even though we're maths teachers, we are also consumers. Yes, Susan and I, it's we true. spend our hard-earned pounds <laughs> in the shops and we are always trying to get the best value for money. But sometimes in the real world, organisations and retailers can make it challenging for you to work out what is a good deal. Yeah, because there are so many different types of deal. You've got your buy one, get one free, bug off. You've got three for two, 50% off, 30% off, a quarter off, half price. So it's very difficult sometimes to think what is actually the best value for money. Well, there's so many deals out there and we will discuss these in more detail later on. And we're also going to look at the National Numeracy Challenge and we've asked our producer Jenny to actually take the challenge and we'll find out how she got on later on in the episode. But first, as always, let's do some mathematics. We're going to go through the math problem. But as you will know, if you've listened before, we have a setup to support the idea of doing problem solving. And we start with some pre-problem questions. So what we'd love you to do is think about how you feel when you're first seeing the problem. Does it make sense to you? Are there any questions about the problem? And thinking about, ah, oh, what are the topics that you might need in this question. And once you've kind of set the context and you, you've emotionally regulated yourself, you then ask about the maths. What facts do we know from the problem? What rules or formulas do we need to solve the question? Uh, and then what facts can we derive from the problem? And then also then how can we work out and solve the problem? On that note, Susan, are we ready to tackle this week's problem? And this will be on value for money. Right, so I hope you're all ready. You've got pen, paper ready, potentially a calculator too. So, a pack of nine mince pies costs £4.23. A pack of four mince pies costs £1.96. Which pack gives the best value for money? I'll repeat the question. A pack of nine mince pies costs £4.23. A pack of four mince pies costs £1.96. 
Which pack gives the better value for money? Normally, we will tell you where this problem is from, and this episode is no different. This is actually a adaptation of a GCSE type problem. But also, this problem is a type of question that people will be asking every single day, going into a supermarket or into a shop, thinking, "What is actually the best value for money?" But while you're thinking about the problem, which we'll tackle shortly, let's take a look at the National Numeracy Challenge. It's a challenge about numeracy. But what's special about this is that it's something that can be done regularly and as often as you need. So, Susan, are you a let's say are you a driver of a car? Do you drive a car? I can technically yes, drive a car. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not Formula One yet, but you can drive a car. I can That's drive a, a car. Yes. Yeah. So annually, you get your car road tested. You get your MOT, MOT test. Yes. And that gives you the confidence thing. Oh, actually, I feel safe in my car. Mm-hmm. And the numeracy challenge is pretty much the same, mm-hmm. because maths and numeracy is a skill. If you don't use the skill for a while, it gets rusty and a bit out of practice. So their challenge is set up so that at any stage in the year, if you've got 10, 15 minutes spare, you can road test your numeracy skills and see how it's doing and, and sort of any any ways that you can improve it. Right. And so that's for any bonds, people who are, especially people who don't feel very confident with math, but they want to kind of see how they're getting on. Completely. And in fact, national numeracy, while their mission is to help challenge attitudes towards maths and improve the national competence and confidence about the subject, their key tool is the numeracy challenge, because that's what they always tell people that, you know, Rachel Riley or Martin Lewis, fellow ambassadors, they will go and tell people, try the numeracy challenge. So this week, uh, we're very lucky because our producer, Jenny, uh, is going to get involved and do the challenge because, you know, we think it's never too late to try numeracy challenges. So we thought, yeah, let's test it on someone that we know really well. But also, I think it's important because we're math teachers. It doesn't really make sense for us to try <laughs> no. it. So, so this is somebody who maybe Jenny again, just as a, for people who maybe don't know your math history. What? How do you generally feel about mathematics? Kind of a bit hit and miss, actually. I think what's most interesting for me, the thing that I've picked up the most, is when you guys talk about how the emotional side of, of maths, because the reaction that I have to some of your the problems that you you set up sometimes I think oh yeah yeah I know I know how to do this and it's either like I know how to do it or I don't know how to do it there is no middle ground and if I don't know then kind of panic can set in so it definitely sometimes I think I'm confident in maths and other times it's like a brick wall of like no, no. <laughs> I don't know this one <laughs> <laughs> don't know how I would go yeah. about doing this kind of thing yeah and Jenny, so when we told you we'd like you to do the numeracy challenge, was it panic? <laughs> like, oh no, back at school again. What, what was your feeling initially? Well, I like, I do like doing kind of puzzles and quizzes. Uh, that's why we get on Bobby, the puzzles and the quizzes. <laughs> um, so in that sense, I was quite intrigued. And obviously all the work that we do with National Numeracy, I was really intrigued. And what I loved about it was that when you start, when you log in, the first thing that you're asked is how confident do you feel with numbers on a scale of one to 10? And what I really liked was that, because I did it in, I didn't do the whole thing all in one go. So every time I logged in, because I did it in a couple of sections, every time I logged in, you're asked the question. And obviously different days, different, you might be really busy, you might be really tired, you might be really stressed, you might be really this, that or the other. So actually... I answered different numbers 
each time. And that I found really interesting. So it can actually, the emotional effect on just how tired or stressed you might be might affect how confident you feel with numbers. So they ask you that and then they ask you kind of why you're wanting to do it. Is it because you might be working with, you know, children or like your own children who you might be helping out? And so it's kind of as a parent or carer, or it might be because you just want to be more confident with money. And again, it's that thing that you guys always talk about, about real world maths and everyday maths. Mm. And so, you know, why might this be something that you want to do? Unfortunately, there wasn't an option that was, well, Bobby and Susan have told me to do it <laughs> that's why i've been made yeah. to do this by my friends yeah okay. um but yeah it and and also another thing they they get you to do when you first sign up is you pick a word which most describes how you feel about maths and it's a range of positive and negative emotions yeah. from anxious and confused to excited and again i thought you know i thought that was a really nice way of setting the scene and then you get into the questions do you remember what word you picked out of interest? Was it a positive, a medium, or...? I went for excited. Oh, she's, she's in. <laughs> she's in. Um, but again, it was that case of, like... And the questions... Because you can use a calculator, so that wasn't very daunting. And, you know, it starts a bit gentle, I suppose. And then it goes up to things like area, mean, scale... And yeah, there were a few things that I definitely read and thought, oh, oh, I'm, I'm, at, you know, I'm at a loss here. But actually, what happens when you don't know? Sorry, so just because when you were saying that, when this stuff comes up, like, do you get help? Mm. The prompts in there, or how does it kind of work? No, so you have it's multiple choice, um, okay, and that can be cool. between I think three or five, and I, th- I think there's always the option for I don't know, mm-hmm. um, which again they helps national numeracy kind of gauge your confidence, whether you're happy to kind of wing it or have a stab <laughs> or just to say, yeah. nope, I'm out. I can't do it. Yeah. yeah. And, and so you kind of work your way through it. And if you don't know, and if you do have a stab, either way, once you've completed it, you can see your score, you can, and then for any questions that you didn't get right, they go into loads of detail about how, you would go and solve the problem and they kind of take that in stages which I thought was really useful and then it's all saved obviously so you can go back to it whenever you need that kind of pick-me-up. Well that's amazing so it saves it and you get instant feedback as well. Exactly so yeah it was good fun. And what advice would, we, what advice would you give then having gone through it I know you've already been very positive about it but just like anyone who's like oh I just don't know whether I can or I'm really nervous to like what would you say to somebody who's on the fence? I would say try and find 10-15 minutes think of it as you're as if you were doing a game like a, a quiz and and try not to think of it as oh god I'm going back to school and just take it at your own, you know, see how far you get in that 10, 15 minutes. And hopefully it's, I don't know how many questions in total you have to do, but it's not a huge amount. And then when you get that feedback and you can start focusing on the weaker areas or the areas that made you particularly nervous, you can get to work instantly on the areas that make you nervous and, and hopefully make you feel less nervous about them. So, yeah, I would really recommend it. So this is wonderful. So it, this kind of has given an insight for people who, who weren't sure what the challenge was. But if you're looking to do it, if you're thinking, do you know what, this is really something I want to do. I've been thinking about this for a while. I'm going to give this a go. Um, you need to go to www.nationalnumeracy.org.uk forward slash challenge.
Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. So this season we are obviously really delighted because we've been partnering with National Numeracy uh, for Maths Appeal. And we've also teamed up with Experian. Whether it's bills, budgeting or even baking, maths is part of everyday life for all of us. Experian is on a mission to help the nation improve their financial health and we know that good number skills and confidence are a gateway to helping you get there. And that's why Experian is a proud supporter of our Maths Appeal podcast and long-running partner of National Numeracy, working together to help you fulfil your potential. So, it's... Problem solving, solving time. And I'll just repeat the problem just in case. A pack of nine mince pies costs £4.23. A pack of four mince pies costs £1.96. Which pack gives the better value for money? Let us hear your thoughts, Mr. Seagull. Can you tell us how did you feel when you first heard this problem? as well as a math teacher, but obviously thinking about people who might have found this challenging, what kind of challenges do you think people have had? Mm, I, I think this is one of those questions that they're very practical in terms of it's a real world problem. You'll see it in the shops. Um, sometimes I know my students, even myself, I'll go look directly at the packet to see if it says like price per gram if that gives me a clue, but obviously it won't always do that. So maybe thinking, oh, um, can I now use my actual, some sort of mathematical conversion skills to work out individual prices? Because obviously they're giving you a price of like a, a box of an item. Sure. And so does it make sense to you kind of get the idea of it? What maths topics are in this? To me, again, it, if this problem is presented to students, I think they can see it's some sort of division problem. You've got a, a large number and you're trying to work out an individual unit. So yeah, it, it, it's just basically a, a division problem. Although, as I'm actually reading the question, I can see a multiplication as well. But I, I, division is what I'm first thinking of. Yeah, and it's also kind of, it's proportional, isn't it? It's, it's sort of working out like what is something per something else and then being able to kind of relate it to to something else. It's about comparison. It's a big thing in maths yeah. about comparison and being able to compare. And the big issue with this comparison is, is, is what is the fact that they're not the same number of things. Mm, that's the that's, big problem. Yeah. Um, so what so we've got a general facts. So so tell me, how do you do it, Bobby? What did you do? So I was thinking, okay, so it tells us we've got a pack of nine mince pies. I thought, ah, let me try and do a bit of division. 
to work out the cost of one pi. Okay, um, yeah. And then the pack of four, let me do again some division there to work out the cost of one mince pie there. Right. So I did the four pounds 23 for the nine pack divided by nine, and that gave me 47p for each individual pie. And I did the same method with the four mince pie pack. I did £1.96 for that pack, divided by four, that gave me 49p. So I've got quite quickly a sense of, ah, the nine pack is 47p a pie, and the four pack is 49p a pie. And generally that sort of fits in with what you'd expect in the real world that the larger the pack, the value per item, whether it's toilet roll or mm. soap bars, it will become cheaper. Economies of scale, as they call it, I think. Mm, okay, brilliant. Yeah. That, that, I did it kind of the same way, but I thought there were, there are a number of ways you could have done this. Another way that I was thinking you could do it is when you've got some problem like this, the key thing is to try and get the number of things, so the number of mince pies, say, to be the same, okay? So one way is to make the number of mince pies one and then comparing that value for each thing. Or you could scale up, and I would scale up to 36 because four times nine is 36 and nine times four is 36. Now you can find how much that is. And then um, for the nine mince pies if you multiply that pack by four that gives you 36 mince pies and that is a total of 16 pounds and 92p and then for the four mince pies to scale up to 36 you multiply by nine and that gives you 17 pounds and 64p so it tells you again the nine mince pies is the better value and actually that what's really fascinating is this is a practical application of what some of our listeners may have heard in school as the lowest common multiple Indeed. And again, this seems, it seems like, a, oh, it's just a school topic, but that's what it is. Four and nine, you're trying to find the lowest common multiple, and that's what 36 was. And that means that, that 36 is in the four times table and 36 is in the nine times table. And then you can then compare your val the, the, the costs that way. So this our theme of best like best buy shopping is like such an important one. And yes, we're doing a bit of math here, but it's really about trying to help people, help you think like carefully and cleverly about what you're spending your money on and whether a deal is actually a very good deal or not. Key thing is not to panic. So when you see things like, should I go for the buy one get from free? Should I go for the food spent off? It's actually a lot of the time, this is like not having to do any math here at all. It's a bit what Bobby said earlier, is most shops now have to tell you what one unit costs. Mm. And so, uh, so that is generally a little bit of information on a label. But it's quite tiny, isn't it? That's yeah. the thing. It's often yeah. in small writing. It's not the obvious thing that you see. Like yeah. the obvious one will be what's the percentage off? What's the price? But in small, tiny font, they usually do give that information like, ah, price per, sometimes per unit item, but often it's per weight. Per so gram. per 100 grams, per 100 milliliters. Yeah. So you've got to, again, you've got to have a sense of what's the measurement of that particular item you're buying. And then also in a really, another practical sense is, think about what it is you want to get and how you're going to use it so if it is say buy a three for two i'm talking about this giving advice for shopping not just for maths but if they're yeah. like buy three for two and you're like oh that's quite a decent deal if you're not going to use three things in the time before it runs out as in time before the best value um 
the best before date, don't buy the three for two. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so it's kind of like sometimes think about whether the value is good, but also are you actually going to use the the um, the product in that time? Will it go off? Are you actually going to create more waste? So that's obviously just thinking about maths, but thinking also about the practicalities of your life, which I just, you know, thinking about the real world is something that we want to really encourage in maths appeal as well. So it's time we've done, we've expanded our brains. We're thinking about the real world and, but we also want to kind of think even more so about what's going on in the real world and finding out some interesting facts is what Bobby Siegel is great for doing. So tell us. Always, always. So what episode number are we on? We are on episode seven. And seven is a specific type of number. What type of number would you call it? It's an odd number. It's also a prime number. Yeah, so, so seven <laughs> is a prime number. And in fact, the mathematician and author Alex Bellos, he's found through a survey that it's the world's most popular number. We actually interviewed him in our series one. So, yes, you know, we did. We so. did. So, you know what I mean? So if, you, if you're loving his facts in this, then you should check out series one and his interview. <laughs> he's a very fascinating Absolutely. guy. He really is. <laughs> and what he found in his survey was that nearly 10% of people chose lucky seven as their favorite number. And seven's got um, some positive imagery in the Bible. The, the three sevens are a winning match in slot machines. And Alex Bellos, also in one of his books, he goes on to talk about an organization that is dedicated to finding the largest prime numbers in the world. And this organization has a very strange name. So it stands for, the long form is the great internet mersenne prime number search oh catchy name yes but <laughs> they simplify that to gimps the great internet mersenne prime number search so it's gimps so this is genuinely an organization that was founded in 1996 and they found uh, some of the newest and largest prime numbers oh wow so, so mathematicians are very grateful for gimps the great internet Mersenne prime number search. Wow. I know there's an N in there, but they've, they've you know, made it a bit more uh, controversial. So, so you've just <laughs> said that the, they've, they've found some new prime numbers. Like, like how, what, how big? Do you have that or is that too much? Of, is that the next fact? Sorry. <laughs> the, this, this is maybe, the thing is, with this um, prime number, often like every so often in the news, you see a new greatest prime number found. Yeah. Um, so actually right now I can look it up. What is the biggest prime number? ever let's have a look and uh gosh how big it is okay as of november 2022 it's two to the power of 82 million five hundred eighty nine thousand nine hundred thirty three <gasps> minus thirty three minus one so this is a I think it's oh my God. just under 25 million digits long that's a prime number so there's, there's only one factor and the two factors one in itself one in that number <gasps> yeah and again a man called patrick laroche of the great internet mersenne prime search so the gimps they succeeded again wow you have blown my mind and i thank you gimps uh and i thank you for listening to episode seven of matt appeal series uh, in partnership with national numeracy and experian and that means next week is going to be our last one of the series episode eight uh, but it's still going to be a fab episode because we're going to be looking at maths and travel with a man called Harry Baker. And he is a mathematician turned poet. 
who knew? Um, and he will be, hopefully, he will be sharing with us a maths poem. So maybe if in advance of that, if you want to share a maths poem with us, feel free to do so <laughs> on our Twitter or Instagram at Maths Appeal, because we love anything cool to do with maths. And we hope as well that this episode has really encouraged you to do the maths challenge uh, and to try it out. So please as well, if you know somebody who doesn't really like maths, but you know it kind of holds them back and they want to kind of get better, encourage them to do the National Numeracy Challenge. You have been listening to Maths Appeal with me, Susan Okereke and Bobby Seagull. And our music is by Kelly Okereke and our producers are brilliant and National Numeracy Challenge qualified Jenny Nelson. <laughs> and we look forward to seeing you soon so we can solve more maths problems together. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.